Single Simulcast is about a lot of things. This podcast may make you laugh, cry, or pound your fists into your desk. If you hear something you like or something you don't, leave a voicemail at 916-572-9016 or email us at singlesimulcast at gmail.com. One. Single. Simulcast. I'm Jelly. I'm, I'm, I'm jealous. I'm the jelly. You know, I was feeling adventurous. I was like, you know, I'm going to go to this, um, the gas station around the corner from my house, which if you have a gas station that makes good food, support them niggas. Um, we don't exactly do that in New Jersey. Support unless- niggas or have a gas station that makes food. Has a, have a gas station that makes food. Oh. Yeah, unless, like, the only ones that we do technically have are, like, Wawa's and Click Checks, but um, they are more convenience stores that have mm. gas stations. Mm. Yeah, it's like that. that. Yeah, no, this place is, um, like, there's a gas station, and then they built a annex off to the side of the gas station where they put mm. a Mexican food restaurant. And it's mm. wonderful. I have always heard really good things about gas station food and have yet to try any. So that's like on my bucket list, I guess. That's- it should be. And and don't let Shantae tell you that Oklahoma City has good gas know. station food because it doesn't. Um, yeah, you're the one who told me about how y'all got icy. Oh, that's because they cut. I mean, that's because it was like the- you can't call it an icy, probably because they didn't want to pay for the brand. Because it ain't. Because it ain't. No, oh. you just can't call it one because it ain't. So it's like you can't yeah. call it, you couldn't call it a Slurpee because you can't pay for it. Okay. Look, the ranking is Slurpee, icy. Frosty, McFlurry, and then whatever that thing Shantae had. Oh, Frozen Lazarus. Lazarus. Uh, shout yeah, out to the Avengers. You can put those in the same category because, like, a Frosty don't match. and a McFlurry are like. <laughs> yeah, they're dairy. A Slurpee and Icy won't fuck up your stomach. Don't match. Don't match. Uh, Okay, okay. It's Fuck. like putting. It's like trying to put a pie I I and a cake match. in the same category. Oh, uh, yes, they're the same. Yes, they're all they desserts, don't match. but they're not the same. Yeah, uh, they don't match. Uh, I beg to differ, because a cheesecake is a pie. Cheesecake is in a in a league of its own. Cheesecake is <laughs> I just said that like it was hella deep. I know. <laughs> That's why I had to regroup because it was just like, no, 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 no. But I couldn't get it out fast enough because it almost got me. It was almost like I was entertaining it. Like, well, no, no. <laughs> well, when he's right, he's wait, no, fuck this nigga. Yeah, no. Right, right. <laughs> 
you know, you start thinking, you start trying to think of like how, what it takes to make a cheesecake versus what it takes to make cake versus what it takes to make pie. And it's just like, oh, well, I mean, there's the graham cracker crust and uh, 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 uh. then no, you gotta, no, you gotta bring it back. You gotta pull yourself out. You gotta come back. Like, no, cheesecake is cheesecake. Cheesecake is off to the side talking about, I'm gonna let y'all niggas fight it out. Cheesecake can kind of be put in the category mm. of like a flan, just from consistent, just for consistency sake. Extra credit for the flan mention. Okay, okay. Let's see where this is going. Let's go. <laughs> um, but I don't know. Maybe so, I just don't like flan. You but should I like cheesecake. Uh, flan is an acquired <laughs> taste that nobody acquired. Um, <laughs> However, I take that back because I had a um, I I I don't know and and Shante, uh, I might be wavering a little bit on this one. Let me know, uh, please alert the judges. A flan is like a flan. creme brulee, right? I can't tell. Fucking fuck. I know what it Come looks on, I like. Help here. It kind of looks. Um, I feel like it's in that kind of category or whatever, but. It is in that category of. Like, I don't know. Flan, flan might just be flan. Like flan and cheesecake. You're off to the side talking about. We're just gonna let these niggas fight it out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Man, just. Flan and cheesecake are the green party. Third party desserts. <laughs> I'm just saying that. I'm just saying that there's literally there's. Not many foods that sound less desirable. Yeah, no, flan. I mean, without even flan. knowing what flan is, it just sounds. It sounds mucusy. It sounds stressful. It does. It sounds like it hits your tongue and then you go because it's not. It just it don't hit right. If I mean that was my reaction see, the first time see, I had it, so it just it sounds like it hits really it hits all the wrong <laughs> notes. And I don't even know if it's taste. I just think it feels funny in your mouth and it's just like your mouth is just like we can't do this and you gotta spit this shit back the abort mission no we can't have this uh because mm-hmm. like texture is a thing for me when i eat and flan is it's too weird it's like an alien substance i can't do it i just feel like if if these were all related if they were all siblings flan would be the sibling that ice cream and creme brulee have to take with them to the party because nobody invites flan anywhere flan would be the little sister in hereditary flan would be the little sister in 10 things i hate about you you can date with flan dates okay it's fucked up Oh my god. <laughs> Nobody's getting any action. <laughs> oh, somebody's gonna be sitting up in the stand singing about flying. Janie's got a gun and shit. Oh my god. <laughs> god. I just I, I just saw and, and it's one of those things where it doesn't come to life until you see it in front of your face. I saw a thing saying 80s babies, which fucking I hate. Whenever I read these things now, something bad's going to happen. But 80s babies, 
you are this old. And I realized that I was 39, but when I saw it in like numbers, like bada boom, like fuck, I'm I'm 39. So I took a nap. Like I feel like I feel like at the age of 39, 40, 41, 42, 43, I'm gonna take sure. more naps. That's I'm valid. gonna embrace That's, the nap I think time. more of us should embrace the nap time. Too many of us are unnecessarily pushing through. Like we're sitting at the crib trying to push through. And it's just like, no, just go ahead and lay down. It's okay. Just lay down. Yeah, like why rage into that night? Like I'm nigga, I, what? What are you doing? Um like Nisha, at this point in time, if my beloved wife calls me, she knows that from this time to this time, I might wake up, I might, I might answer the phone, sound like <laughs> and where from like the ages of when we first were married from the age of like twenty five through like twenty nine. If I answer the phone and I sound like, hello, I might be doing something else. She knows that 95% of the time, if I answer the phone and I, it, I'm, I'm, stum- I'm fumbling the phone or whatever, I'm asleep. Like, I'm not doing nothing else. There ain't no, ain't no fear of me off in the room doing nothing nasty. Ain't no fear of me watching the game without her watching a TV show. Chances are I'm not cheating on her with the Netflix show. I'm taking a nap. So she's now <laughs> opening conversations like, oh, are you asleep? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, what's up, baby? What's up? No, nah, it's okay, boo. I'm going to talk to you later. Go on back to sleep. Uh, um, and it would be like, I'm up now. I'm up. Like, okay, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> and I go back to sleep. Like I, I was telling uh, Ace, uh, Shantae. Oh, wow. Fucking almost missed this. <laughs> I sat down and watched a show that I really wanted to see, that I really I'm enjoying this miniseries a whole lot. Like when I say I enjoy it, I actually feel oh, bad. Oh yeah, I, I can. It's fucking Chernobyl. I, I've seen. I saw the commercials for that, and it was just Ooh. like you know what, this is not for me because this kind of stuff really, really the it what well, right it really happened, and it's the, really the fact that it really happened, and the fact that it feels like something like this could happen again, even if it's not necessarily like nuclear, it's just the idea that somebody doesn't think something is as bad as it really is until it like really gets really bad because that's what it looks like and and that's what it is that's literally what this movie is, or what this miniseries is. It could be called cover up the cover up. That's what this whole thing is. Nah, these niggas tripping. Ain't nobody walk that off. Look, your face is red because it's hot out there in Russia in January. What, nigga? Please, nah. Mother Russia said you you ain't dying. Get up. That's what the whole first episode was. And so I was watching the second episode because you know after this latest episode of Game of Thrones, I'm like. Nigga, can't nothing be worse than that. I mean, not worse like a bad thing. I like that episode, but I mean, like, as far as just, like, mm-hmm. something that's just going to hit me in my face and make me be like, damn, nah, Chernobyl is tough. And it's tough because, like you said, it's something that could, that happened. It's something that could happen again. And it's something that, given our political system right now, they would not hesitate to cover that shit up all over again. Well, yeah, and plus what we're also dealing with, like, like, little tiny, like, like, 
small scale cover-ups, but it's so many of them, you know, with people like they trying to, you know, you know, the, the uh, Chicago PD trying to cover up what happened with Laquan McDonald and this, you know, this person trying to cover up something that happened with this person and this person, you know, the police trying to cover up this, the police trying to cover up that medical things getting covered up. All this, just this, it's just this, all this stuff. It's just like, and that kind of shit, I, I can't do it. It's hard. To, like, that shit is too hard for me to watch. Man. Man, oh man, oh man. So about this show, what channel does it come on? HBO. I think it comes on right after Game of Thrones. Oh. Mm-hmm. Well, I or else right before, one of the two. This is after. That's my bedtime. So yeah, that's why I'm watching it. That's why it came on initially on Sunday, and I'm watching it on Friday. Oh, okay. <laughs> and honestly, I didn't even know if it was out yet till one of the other homies uh, was on Facebook talking about it because I went on Facebook asking if anybody else was watching this show and got straight crickets. So when I saw the other homie, uh, Vinny talking about this latest episode, no spoilers or anything, just saying, you know, after watching the second episode, whoopty whoop, or as Shante says, whoopty bam. Um, mm-hmm. I did this. I was like, oh shit, I need to go watch it. And I was, I was so into it for like the first 10 minutes. And then I accidentally leaned back on a pillow. Oh, that'll do it. <laughs> right. Everybody know that move. That is literally when you, are in bed or or on a couch or anything thing watching uh TV and you lean back on the pillow that's that's the Netflix and chill move of taking a nap that's that's mm. when you probing into am I going to take a nap or am I going to watch this whole thing cuz <laughs> one thing led to another <laughs> and when I opened my eyes again it was 6:26 out here in California and it was just like oh shit and the only reason I opened my eyes is because Stephanie hit me up like, yo, I'm on my way. And it was like, <laughs> on your way where? Or, <clears throat> oh, oh, shit. Oh, shit. So I had to hop up real quick, make it over here. You know how many times I like somebody has texted me something like that and I have to stop myself from like texting back on your way to where or because like, I'm thinking, oh shit, I'm forgetting something. So let me go look at my calendar first before I say anything back. Exactly. Before I respond to you, who are you? Exactly. <laughs> and where exactly are you going? going. Was I supposed <laughs> to be there? Who else is going to be there? Right. Because I, I fuck up sometimes. <laughs> Or a lot. And <laughs> I try not to let people know that I'm fucking up. <laughs> I feel you. I feel you. Like, like, it's literally one of those things where every conversation I have now is a literal probe to make sure that <laughs> I know that you know what you're talking about. Like, um, <laughs> hypothetically speaking... Let's say Kid Awesome was late getting picked up from school. What time do you feel I should have been there to pick him up? Three three fifteen. <laughs> that's when he gets. That's when you say he gets out of three fifteen. Not not three thirty. Uh, 
Cool, 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 cool. No, I was, I was, um, I was gonna go up there anyway because. <laughs> I mean, I was on my way there anyway. I was just checking to make sure that we were on the same page. Just want to make sure, you know, just <laughs> politic ditto with you. Just make sure that we're all in the same avenue right now. Mind <laughs> meld right now. Mind meld. <laughs> Yo. That's, like, that's how I like manage my life now because I never know what's going on. It's a good way to live. It's so it's so pure. Like my my um grandfather, uh, my on my dad's side, uh, he uh had uh he was dementia, dementia, and so. He would uh, get on me about doing things that I knew I had done, but he forgot that I had done it. So he would tell me over and over again to do it. And so I would always be scared when I was growing up that I was going to get these things. Like my mom had breast cancer. I was scared of getting cancer. My grandfather had uh, Alzheimer's and dementia, and I was scared of getting Alzheimer's and dementia. And so the first time I forgot something, it, it literally fucked me up. Like, I was like, oh, shit. Like, I, I really had to stop and pause and take account of what I remembered at that point in time because I I worry. I, like, literally, I will worry myself into doom if you give me enough time. And then I realized that as I was going on that I remembered enough stuff that it wasn't anything bad. I had just forgotten this one thing. So now every so often I just forget shit and I got to just ask questions just to make sure that I'm still in the same frame of mind, like that I'm doing things correctly. I've never told anybody this before, mm-hmm. but so if I forget something like really big, like I'll be like, I'll, like get up from the couch, walk into the mm-hmm. kitchen, forget what the fuck yeah, I'm that's, doing. That's actually things. really, really oh, normal. I, I think it's, I read but, somewhere or heard somewhere that it has something to do with yeah. the doorways or something. Like, I don't know what it is. Like when we are in a room and we try to take that thought from the room we're in to another room, it's like that doorway One just wipes it for some reason. I don't know why. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Okay, now I go. Uh, so I don't remember shit because I've had ECT. So yeah. What's ECT? Electroconvulsive therapy. Ah. Yeah. So my memory, my short and long term memory are kind of fried. So yeah. I have to like write a lot of stuff down and if put things in the calendar immediately. Because um, other than that, I'm screwed. I feel that. Yeah. Stephanie, what's good, ma? Hola. Que pasa? Hey. Oh, hey. Hey, beautiful people. Mm. How are you? I'm better now that I have this margarita. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. So, yep, that's what you're getting. Ooh. I'm all right with that. Wake up teasing a nigga. I got a margarita. Motherfucker, mm-hmm. I feel like that's the full word for a margarita. I like, if you're having a bad day, can I get a margarita, motherfucker? If you're mm-hmm. having a good day, I got a margarita, motherfucker. If it's mm. not so, 
I need a margarita, motherfucker. Like, I just feel like motherfucker just fits in all of that. And and now I feel bad because I know Shantae will never get a good margarita in Oklahoma City because the fuck do they cook in Oklahoma City? Why do you eat on Oklahoma? Like, my God. Do you really want to know why? Sir, why are you uh, all up on Oklahoma? Like, there aren't bartenders in Oklahoma. Like Oklahoma, like you know something, something, something specific to Oklahoma. Like we got an onion burger. Like we are the home of the onion burger. Like Wait I saw it in the I saw it. Minute, what? The home of the onion burger, and I saw it in um. There's a burger, whatever, burger, uh, not documentary, a burger mm-hmm. show. I think it may be called the Burger Show, and they highlighted Oklahoma because of the whole thing with the whole onion burger thing that we got popping off here. So I don't care what Oshana says. There's good good things here in Oklahoma. And you know what? Like you and your family. Do you really want to know why I get on Oklahoma city so much, so relentlessly? I think you already know Shantae because you know me. Probably because I react. Nah, I don't give a fuck. If you didn't react, I'd still do it. I mean, I like y'all more than I like Ohio, but we'll get into that in a moment. Um, I get on Oklahoma City because once upon a time, uh, there was this wonderful basketball team named the Supersonics. Oh, God. Yep. Yeah, it just, yeah. 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 Uh-huh. Y'all did that. Okay. Well, I don't care then. Cause you just swooped in and stole my man. That's what you did. <laughs> he stole my man. Wow. No, because he, okay. Because he, because see, this is, you know, what the difference is. You know what? You can say whatever you want to about Oklahoma City because I'm not actually from Oklahoma City. I just live here. But then mm. if you start trying to talk about the whole state as a whole, like, oh, my God, are the black people in Oklahoma, like, all the kind of wooky fuck shit. Bam, go ahead and say it. People say, eh, I'll feel some kind of way. But you want to feel some kind of way about, you know, whoever it was taking yeah. taking the supersonics and turning them into the thunder. I'll, I'll play a tiny violin for you and allow you. In- <laughs> <laughs> my mom was in Enid, Oklahoma, for a really long time. So I can't get on the whole state. Because I don't know it that well. Honestly, all I fucking know is Oklahoma City and Enid. Um, and like, I don't fucking know. Oh, Ace. Wait, 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 wait. Everybody's here. Fuck it. Let's go. Single simulcast episode 337. Yeah, I know. It's been a long fucking time. Hold your horses. Thanks for being patient. Basketball, life, things of that nature. Shantae's here. I'm Rashani. We're joined by two aunties. Hey. Ace and Stephanie from the Ratchet Auntie and Uncle Hour. Um, Ace, my beloved daughter, Gogo. Yeah. uh, She's going to graduate from high school next year. It's a given. Like, we can't stop it. Um, (laughs) Uh. Even if we wanted to, which fuck it, why would we do that? But we can't stop it. But her graduation gift, she doesn't want a car. She doesn't want any of these things that you hear people talk about for their graduations, which I don't know how parents afford that anyway. I'm glad she said she didn't want that. We'd be having that talk like, I think I'm getting a car for my birthday. Are you? Um, (laughs) But she wants to go on the bucket list. She has a list of the top 20 roller coasters in the United States of America. Mm-hmm. And she wants to fly to the East Coast and drive across the East Coast going to the greatest roller coasters in the United States. 
Mm-hmm. With that said, have you ever been on the King Ka? Yes. How is it? Bitch. Yeah, that's how it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's the number one roller coaster in the in the United States. Listen. If you can see my face right now, that is that's the roller coaster you have to end your day with because your legs don't quite work the same after. Oh, oh wow. Yeah. That's going to be fucking great. Yeah. Yeah, so we're flying to and and Kid Awesome fit his way in there too. So Kid Awesome be with us. <laughs> Cuz he ain't missing this shit. He's like, I'm still in the house. Now you got to get the fuck out. I travel with you. I no, I travel. So um, he's already gotten real bougie about it. But we're gonna fly to New Jersey because I guess Woo! It's like, yeah, Next <laughs> supposed to be supposedly um, fly to New Jersey because I guess there's also a ride in New York somewhere. But I'm not going there. I'm not going in, into don't do it. Yeah, don't. yeah, no. New York just seems like a whole nother vacation. So yeah. we're gonna go to Jersey because there's two. Great rides there. I wish Gogo was here with me because she literally has the list. Ooh. Um, and then after that, after we go to Jersey, we're gonna drive to oh, oh, Ohio. Ohio. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> no, I take that back. We're flying into Baltimore because they have a ride somewhere in Maryland. That's supposed to be like fucking choice. And then we're going to drive up to Jersey and ride the King to Ka, And then we're going. Oh. Uh, <laughs> okay. Oh. Okay, okay. Yeah, there. Because they have like in this horrible fucking state. Oh, my God. In this place that God left behind. They have like six of the best roller coasters in the United States of America. How fucking fucked up is that? Wow. Are they all at the same theme park? I guess they're at like Cedar Point or whatever that place is called in Sandusky. Okay. Ohio. Because I'm trying to remember where... Oh, I think I've been to Kings Island, but not Cedar Point. That might be... That's the Great America or the Six Flags one, right? I don't know. I think so, yeah. So I had a family reunion out there at one point. Oh, what a horrible place to meet. I have lots of family in Ohio. So. I'm so sorry. I mean, I'm sure they're good people. It's yeah, like, I, I mean, I mean that's debatable, but um, yeah. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just saying, like <laughs> living in Ohio and having family there just means that somebody found love in a hopeless place. That's that's all I'm saying. Like it's such a horrible area. Like, oh my god, I'm scratching just thinking about it. But. So we're going to do that, that, and then we're going to fly back. And we were expecting it to take maybe a week. You know, Mm -hmm. we're going to get up early, go to these music parks, spend the whole day there, ride Mm -hmm. to the next state, sleep, get on the music park, and then stay in this one place with all of these music parks for like six fucking days. Wow. Whoa. So, was this like my unofficial invite to the Jersey <laughs> adventure? Yes. 
Okay, cool. Yes. I'm down. Oh. <laughs> so am I invited to the Baltimore adventure? Come on now. You know I wouldn't have mentioned it if you weren't in there. Wait a minute. And what Baltimore place are you talking about? It's not. Now, I know that there's one in uh, near closer to PG County. Yeah. But apparently there's like a really good roller coaster somewhere in the Baltimore area hmm. or somewhere over there. So He's probably talking about Six Flags. I don't know. Like she's <laughs> she's done it. She's she's looked all this stuff up and like seen videos and like everything. It's crazy. Um and so we've done like five or 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 three or four of them already out here in California. And then we we did two in California and then we did three more when we went to University of Orlando. Because, mm. yeah, if y'all get a chance, go to fucking University of Orlando. They are so fetch. Oh, my God. Like, yeah, you see how I kept talking so Shante couldn't shut me down, but there's fetches. Wow. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, because you I don't really say anything about you. off guard with some of these because we have to think about things to act, make sure they do or don't make sense and then by the time we're like wait a minute it's too late <laughs> yeah but i don't i don't even tell you the not that you can't make fetch happen i just let you say the shit and i appreciate <laughs> it you're you're absolutely right usually it's scar yeah scar is quick with it like i don't know why, where the fuck he gets off <laughs> okay so in cedar point uh, there's a place called the Millennium Force, and that is now the number one roller coaster. But number two is King Daka. Oh my fuck! Does it really what? go up that high? Yeah, man. Oh no. Oh yeah. Oh. Oh. No, I want to go. Oh <laughs> shit! Right on up to Jersey. I'm going. I may have just grab my crotch like, oh shit! That's that's. That's a lot. That's one of those drops where you're just like, why the fuck did I do this to myself? It's one of those drops where it's like, do I still have a stomach? Mm. Are all my organs still in the place that they are supposed to be? The tallest roller coaster in the world. Yeah, for a long time, this was the number one in the United States. Mm -hmm. So she had, like, I don't know, when Gogo was like, uh, seven, I bought her a book of roller coasters and it had a poster with the top 10 roller coasters and she just had it up on her wall. And so this is always, it's like literally always been a dream of hers to do this. And so we're going to do it. Yay. Yeah. Woo! I'm not going to Connecticut. Like, I, and they got two of them out there because they also got Nitro in New Jersey. Yep. That's number six on the list done it but you haven't done the x squared which is out here in cali um that's the one that has the uh cars like the cars are not on the rails the cars are hanging off the side of this thing that's attached to the rails so the cars are off on the side rotating on their own and flipping and shit woo chile yeah it's it's interesting um so one of my homies who I hadn't talked to in a while, but uh, still podcast, still does his thing, uh, named Eclectic, uh, does a show called Eclectic Relaxation. And way, way, way back, 
way back. Back when we were all just neophytes in this world of podcasting. Back when it was literally like six black podcasts and me. Because I forgot to put black anywhere in my podcast. So I was just single simulcast the movement. Um, Eclectic hit me up and was like, yo, um, you this is back when I had Devin on, Devin's Corner. So he had to be like three or four. And Eclectic was like, yo, I, I really like for you to do these voiceovers for me. And I was like, cool, I'll do them. And he was like, no, not you, your son. <laughs> and so Devin uh, did some voiceovers for the Eclectic Discussion podcast. And so this had to have been like at least seven years ago. And so on Wednesday, this this week, Eclectic emailed me all of the, all of the voice clips of Devin, who is now 11, mm-hmm. doing these uh, voiceovers for his show. And I'm just going to put this out there that I have always been a proponent of if you have somebody that you love niece, nephew, son, daughter, whatever, and you get a chance to be around them from the time they're a baby, you need to record certain things, like their laugh. Uh, from the time they start laughing, I try to record every year uh, Kid Awesome's laugh. Um, and then uh, I lost the fucking phone before I could, you know, get them to a cloud or anything, so they're all gone. But these are still here. And so... Y'all have heard Kid Awesome before, but let me see if I can get one of these out real quick. Okay. Hi, Devin, and this is the EDP. <laughs> and y'all gotta y'all gotta know just how the the tears the tears that were just coming down while I was listening to these was just so much like, it's so great for me to hear my son when he was just unencumbered by so many small, not, not small, they're big to him, but just so many pressures in this world. And it's just, Oh no. You are listening to Eclectic. So I'm going to figure out a way to uh, keep these close to me forever because I'm I'm actually like tearing up right now. This is inside Eclectic Studio. (laughs) So I, I don't I don't know um. I'm here today, but I'm not really here today uh, because the majority of conversations that we're going to have today, I can tell you right now, I have opinions, but it's not. I All I can say is we fucked up, like, like dudes, like men, like I have fucked up seriously, severely on so many different levels. And it's not... And 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 that white woman in Alabama, she ain't free. Um, but mostly, I'm gonna be listening and just concurring and and tisking and all that kind of stuff. 
But before we get into those conversations, um, so there was a dude in Florida who got arrested and then released and then got cleared. And there was a whole thing. It was a fight, fight the power sort of thing, fight the power. And he won the right to have a bumper sticker on his vehicle that reads, I eat ass. Hey, that's my kind of carrying on. I appreciate first amendment. Shit. (laughs) I appreciate the offer. Um, (laughs) Bill and Shane Webb was driving a brown Chevrolet truck when a deputy noticed that the sexually suggestive sticker fast to the rear window uh, violated a state obscenity law. Hmm. Uh, Webb responded by claiming that the content of the stickers was just words. The deputy then asked Webb how, quote, a parent of a small child would explain what those words meant. Webb responded that that would be up to the parent. I mean, facts. I I agree wholeheartedly with his answer. Like, y'all got a problem with it, you explain it. Explain to your kid exactly what your issue is with this situation. Because I eat ass. And I'm going to let everybody know it. And it's your job to explain to your kids why. I, I used to be that guy who would get, like, upset when people would walk into restaurants wearing a shirt that said, fuck you. Now I'm just like, um, I don't, I, okay, yeah, fuck them, not me, them, not not me exactly. Those two over there, yeah, fuck those dudes. But me, I'm good. If my, if my kids ask why am I laughing at that shirt, I'd be like, because the shirt says fuck you, and they'd be like, what does that mean? And I'd be like, it, really? Uh, it means it means a myriad of different things. And I'll tell you more about them when you turn 18. I think that's the conversation ender that I would give for all situations, but to actually be upset about somebody having a sticker that says, I eat ass. I don't think that people are doing that, but then this week they were like, hold my fucking beer. So maybe they are doing that all over the place. Just getting mad about what people put up on there. I mean, Okay, so I'm not mad about I eat ass. <laughs> but if somebody turns around and says, would you get mad if somebody had a, a bumper sticker on their car that said, fuck niggers, would you be mad? I I don't think I'd be mad. I think I just want revenge. The thing that made me mad, literally made me mad, was I saw a cop, and I knew it was a cop, because they drove like a cop, and they had a, a two bumper stickers on the back of their car, and... um one of them, and they were both on the rear view mirror, just like this I eat ass sign, which I approve of. One of them was, it just said, and it was really tiny. Like if I didn't have good vision, I would have been fucked. It said the thin blue line. Mm-mm. And the other one was that flag, the blue lives matter flag. Those two made me mad. They made me mad because it is literally somebody is profiting off of the mockery that police have made to a simple request that black folks have made to police officers. That's what makes me mad. Oh, Oh my God. It's like to the point where you are mocking us, but you're getting paid to mock us and it is now normalized to where it's literally, I saw somebody selling a t-shirt online. I had to look. Blue Live Matter t-shirts sell for $50 a pop. Mm-mm-mm. 
And then, like, whoever is making, like, the patches or whatever, all the police have those shits on. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. It, 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 or hats or, what, like, all this paraphernalia, you are, you co-opted a phrase that was meant to be, like, hey, you know, killing civilian, unarmed civilians, um, all this extrajudicial murder of unarmed black civilians. Hey, could you possibly, you know, stop that shit? And they're like, Haha, no, we're just going to make fun of you for dying at our hands and then make it a fucking meme. And it's and like, sell merchandise. And this ain't the first time. Like, that's what makes me like flabbergasted, not even mad. I, I just get flabbergasted at the fact that this ain't the first time that cops have literally gone out of their way to fuck with black people through... Right, because there was the um the I, I, the can, I can Breathe, breathe shirts that uh, cops in New York were wearing, mm-hmm. and it's just like I y- no, I mean, y'all see the depravity in this, but you just don't care. Mm-hmm. So those are the type of bumper stickers where when I saw that dude, I literally thought about following him just to see if he was really a cop. I wasn't going to follow him or like hurt him or anything. I just wanted to see if I was right because at this point in time, Blue Lives Matter have gone past police officers to their families. Oh, yeah. Yeah. To uh, NRA supporters. NRA supporters, just blatant racist. Mm-hmm. It's um, the new Confederate flag. Oh, absolutely. And they're on, I see them all the time. Like, I go past houses that have, instead of, like, a legit American flag waving in their yard, it's a Blue Lives Matter flag mm-hmm. on a fucking 60-foot flagpole. For a actual job. Not a class of people, not even like a demographic. Nobody was born a police officer. Right. This is like a job. And you know, and it's a very protected job. It's one of the most protected jobs. You have one of the stiffest unions ever. You have a whole legal team that protects you. It is not even the most dangerous job. Mm -hmm. It's not. You could be a cop at a school. Your entire life and never shoot your gun. There are cops that have spent 20, 30 years on the force and have never, ever shot their gun. And they're like, that's not normal. I'm like, I've never had to like discharge my weapon. I've been on the force for 25 years and I've never had to use it. And then when they do, they have to go through PTSD counseling because mm-hmm. it, it's like it just didn't even occur to them. Like I could actually shoot somebody, not even kill them, just shoot at somebody. Mm-hmm. And I gotta go to counseling. Not saying that, like, not that I'm against it, because I'm pretty sure I probably would be the same way. Like, I, I don't know. I was like, I'm shaky. I, I can't do this anymore. Right. Sometimes I wonder how black folks initially felt when somebody coined the phrase "Blue Lives Matter" and it first entered their precinct, like black cops. I don't like I feel like black cops are you know how like black men are typically race first I feel like black cops have been kind of brainwashed into that blue line first because I see black cops all of the time wearing blue lives matter paraphernalia Mm -hmm. and 
it's it's not surprising, but it's still disappointing. Yeah. You just want to ask him, like, seriously? Like, and, it's, and they act like cops aren't who are either killed or injured in the line of duty aren't made martyrs. Yeah. I don't see any highways in, in California named after black folks who were killed by police. Right. Have you ever seen a police funeral? Oh, yes. They shut down everything. Everything. Like, they act like they aren't cared about, protected. They act like they're like second-class citizens or some shit. And that's not the case. Like, the black people calling for police to stop killing us has somehow become like an insult and an attack on their, their livelihood. I think it's why I think it's, it's like whiteness working. You know, I think that's what it is. It's just, because we, it's like, it's, we, I think, I think all lives matter came first and then blue lives matter. Mm -hmm. Like y'all just can't stand to recognize black people as humans worthy of yeah. life it's and like justice. black lives matter and police were like <gasps> the, how dare you, you it's like they I'm went out of their how dare you the temerity like mm-hmm. it's like they went out of their way to prove that they were like black cops you see all these mm-hmm. like oppressed groups saying trans lives matter native lives matter brown mm-hmm. lives matter it's like Asian lives matter. Like, why do you think we're all saying that individually when it really is collectively? We're just basically saying, hey, our lives matter too. And right. police are like, can you say it into this ear? Yeah. Because this ear I'm over here, this ear. I, I, don't, I don't hear you with this ear too well. Yeah. It's, it's, um, it's probably the, one of the things that angers me the most. Like, besides seeing Trump bumper stickers, it's the Blue Lives Matter bumper yeah. stickers. So like I like five thirty in the morning, <laughs> driving down the freeway, car speeds in front of me, and I'm like, all right, cool, you know, because I'm rolling the BMW. I'm listening to at that point in time, uh, I don't know, might have been uh gospel. No, it wasn't gospel. Might have been classical <laughs> music. It might have been. I have a work group uh playlist that is fully just clean, good music that I can play at work when I forget my Bluetooth earphones. So I'll listen to it on the way to work too, because why not? Oh, that cop got in front of me and it was just like, like that's one of those things that just immediately blood boil. Like, it, mm-hmm. like can't even really quantify it anymore. It's just, it, it is what it is because it was what it was. That's, that's where yes. I am now. Like, why do you got beef with the Blue Lives Matter flag? Like, it's become a legit trigger. Yes. And I don't use that in the, like, the trivialized word use of it that, you know, people use online when they just mean that it upsets you. No, it, I, my, my blood pressure go up, goes up. I feel anxiety because, like you said, that is the new Confederate flag. So I don't know what this person has on their, like, what they're capable of. Because if you're capable of like supporting, openly supporting a institution that kills citizens Mm -hmm. at the drop of a dime, 
for no reason other than existing in black skin, how are you going to react to just seeing me? Right. Right. I mean, that person essentially, I mean, like, like with it, with you, with you guys saying that it's like, it's essentially uh, a Confederate flag. Like when I see a Confederate flag, I feel unsafe. Like that means yeah. that person, I am unsafe. Mm-hmm. Like exactly. this automatic, I'm unsafe. And so seeing in the fact that, you know, with the whole blue lives matter or even just all lives matter, just whatever it is, it's like the blue, you know, the blue lives matter flag, whatever. I am unsafe. Like it's already kind of built. It's already kind of baked in as far as what police officers are concerned, even though we're supposed to, you know, protect and serve bullshit, whatever, like even just seeing them, I feel unsafe, but like something like that, like that's in your face, unsafe. Like there is no gray area. You know, you might be able to pretend like, okay, well, this is a police officer and maybe, yes, we know the institution of policing is bad and all this kind of stuff, but maybe this person, maybe you could kind of like, you might hem and haw about it, but that flag unsafe mm-hmm. automatic unsafe it's gotten to the point now where if yep if i saw golly it is there wow i i'm literally going through the am i really gonna say this out loud point in my life if i'm a basketball coach and i am a basketball coach and a kid pulls up to the first day of practice or a parent pulls up to the first day of practice and they have a blue lives matter flag in their car. Mm-hmm. I think I would treat their kid differently. I think I'd be like, I, I, I can't, I can't work with your kid, bro. Mm-hmm. I can't. I, and, 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 and I, I don't mean to do that, but, but it, it's, it becomes it's, like, it's his auto. It's a reflexive action where it's yes. like you, you, you are, now on pins and needles and Mm -hmm. it's like it's like we can't be friends here if we're enemies out there right yeah golly i I feel that to my core not even that you're viewing the kid as such it's like you know that you're going to have to deal with their parents Mm -hmm. and you just start like you see these Folks with these, like, I see them, and I just know, first of all, that the the cops who have these these flags and, and stickers up in their car, if they pull me over, they're going to be the first ones looking for an opportunity to take me down or take me out. Mm-hmm. I don't expect any sort of fairness. I don't expect any sort of conversation. Um I know that they just came out with that uh, sticker with the uh, with the the pocket thing that you could put up on your on your air conditioner or your vent in your car that has your license registration right there, so you're not reaching down. I don't oh. even feel like that will work. If somebody gets out of a car with a Blue Lives Matter tattoo, oh my God, I saw that too. Ugh. A Blue Lives Matter tattoo on their on like their 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 shoulder. And it was just like, oh, I can't. I can't be around this. It just feels like the Blue Lives Matter whole thing, the whole movement feels like somebody is sitting next to me just whispering, you're a nigger. In a nutshell, yeah. Yeah, basically. Over and over again. There's nothing I can do about it because nobody else hears it. White folks don't hear it like they're supposed to. It's not, it's it's literally a dog whistle. Like, they... They see it, 
but it doesn't affect them to the point where it's a problem for them. And so they're looking at me like, why, why are your shoulders up like that? Why are you so worried? That dude's got a Blue Life Matter uh, uh, tattoo on Because they're, they're still seeing it as, like, patriotism and the cops really aren't, like, a immediate threat to them. Mm-hmm. So they are, they still deify police officers as these, these protectors and they don't understand that um it's like it's like if they were to go on one of their little hood tours and see like a gang and be and they're they're scared because they're seeing a gang that's how we feel when like we're around the police because we just don't know what's going to happen are they going to leave us alone or is shit going to go down today Last thing I'm going to say about it, a couple years ago when Stefan Clark got uh, murdered by the police, and yeah, it was a year ago, at least, yeah, it was a year ago that uh, they murdered him. And they were protesting out here in uh, in Sacramento. Um, Black Lives Matter was protesting and um, had shut down some of the light rail stations. And so we were going to, we had free tickets, my basketball team had free tickets to see the Kings game wasn't really free tickets we paid for it as part of the overall um league the rec league that we're in so we were walking down to the arena which is downtown to go see the kings and when you get to the arena there's just a massive amount of cops just standing out front of the arena and shanti i think i talked about this uh when it initially happened that there was just a mass of cops standing outside the arena with all these little kids running up to the arena and all that. There's this mass of cops standing out there with AR-15s and uh, shotguns just on their arm, just holding it like like riflemen or militia and pistols and all this kind of stuff. And it's like, who are y'all defending against when they're peacefully protesting down the block? Who are y'all defending against with shotguns and all this kind of stuff. And my kids and myself and, and my beloved wife, Nisha are looking at these cops. Like there's kids out here. Why are y'all strapped up? Like, like it's time for war and the white folks who aren't with us are walking up to these cops who are just brandishing rifles and all that kind of stuff. And they're like, thank you so much for keeping us safe. Take a picture with you. And that's the divide. Yeah, yes. that's that's it. That's it. You know, they don't... Well, for one, they think that they are working on their behalf. And in a way, they are. At mm-hmm. this point, mm-hmm. they are working on their I mean, behalf. it's not even at this point. It's always been that. They have been an arm of white supremacy since their inception. Right. But at the same time, though, they also don't... But they don't understand that they are an arm of the government. That if the government decides that they want to do something, it'll probably be the police that's going to act first. Oh, absolutely. It's going to be the police that, and they'll go get them too. And that's what, and that's what the thing is. They're, they, they believe that they're working on their behalf because they have been working on their behalf, but don't realize that the time could come where they won't be working on their behalf anymore. Mm-hmm. And exactly. It'll be the government's behalf. It's like the NRA, the government's going to take our guns. Who do you think are the first people in line? If that was to be the case, who would be the first people in line to be 
uh, at your door. Right. Who's going to the FBI? Right. It's your local police department. Right. It's not going to be the military or whatever. It's going to be them first. It's going to be the boys and the girls and whoever in blue. That's who's Mm going to come and get you first. Mm -hmm. And that's who, and if anything, that's who usually infringes upon our rights anyway. You know, that's, that's where it begins. It begins with them. But you know, white people don't see that or people or people of color who believe that black people should have complied and all that different Mm -hmm. kind of stuff. They also think, you know, they think that they're on their side. They're working on their behalf too. And they're not. Mm-mm. So as a palate cleanser, thank you. Uh, Stephanie and I were talking earlier today uh, while I was driving back home from work while I was driving to an interview, I actually had an interview for the varsity, the head coaching position for the varsity girls team at the school that I already coach at. So um, I'm the JV boys coach now. I uh, interviewed to be the varsity girls coach. And it was weird because the interview was with the athletic director and one of the principals of the school who have already seen me because I've worked there for a year now. But I had to talk to them like they were asking me questions like they didn't know me. Mm -hmm. And so it was weird answering questions like, y'all niggas know what I did. (laughs) <laughs> y'all, y'all know who I let me in what did you learn what name a time that you had adversity nigga remember last season <laughs> mall mall and now, remember the grades you, you remember come on now come, come. we were just laughing about this so that was weird but I was talking to Stephanie on my way over there and um mostly to ask if she could join us for the show because she was supposed to be here last week but then we didn't have a show um and um, I told her that because of the content of a lot of the conversation we're going to be having on this show this week, that I was going to step aside for like 10 minutes, maybe 20, but definitely 10 minutes to do a new segment that we like to call construction time. And the reason why we call it construction time is because Stephanie has this weird ex- uh, fixation with um, construction, particularly her walls. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you something, sir, <laughs> madam. Uh, first, facts. Secondly, wow. Big facts. Thirdly, Fuck you. Okay, hey, keep hey, going. Hey, I'm just saying, if you want to discuss, you know, carpentry, I'm okay with that. Like, we can talk about your walls all day long. Like, there was this Man. dude who used to come on PBS all the time. I forget what his name was. White dude, Afro, not the painter guy, the other dude. And he would come in and he would talk about, like, construction and carpentry and all that. So, oh, if you want to oh, come in and talk about construction and, and demolition and how you want people to uh, destroy your walls and all that kind of stuff. Now's the time. I just don't want to call it the thirst trap. I don't want to call it the thirsty hour. These have all been taken already, so we're just going to call it construction with Stephanie. Construction okay. time with Stephanie. Building walls. Mm, and knocking them down. Knocking them down. Them. Crush them walls. Now, I have a topic. Oh, God. I just have one. 
and then I'm going to just, you know, if, if it doesn't stay there, so be it. This is y'all's time to break down walls and talk about how y'all feel about this kind of stuff. Um, Idris got married. Oh, good for him. Good yeah. for him. See, I'm not one of those people going, I'm going to cry or anything. I'm like, good for him. But yeah. still, he come anywhere near me. He can wow. have my walls. Yeah. For real. Forever. All weekend. And then go home to his wife. That's fine. Yeah. So so you're like the scissor of this situation. I am. The weekend. <laughs> Just let me have him for the weekend. You can have him on Monday. But if he call me on Wednesday, he can have it on Wednesday too. <laughs> I'm yeah. just saying. I'm just saying. Tired of Just what? <laughs> Look here. Well, I'm tired of Idris and that um, Hobbs and Shaw movie that looks, Lord, that looks like action movie camp. And if you think I am not going to go see it um, first weekend, it's like, (laughs) are you kidding me? First day. It's like, oh, goddamn, I'm all in for this. I'm all in for this train. (laughs) I like trains. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. See, you think I'm not going? Oh, better yet, oh, or if I see another Men in Black trailer, mm. Lord. Yeah. Oh, wait, have y'all seen the new Netflix? Um, that new Netflix movie with Ali Wong and Randall Park. Oh my God, it looks so good. It looks so good, and I was not ready for literally the last 45 seconds of Keanu Reeves. I miss your thighs. <laughs> oh, girl, I was like, oh, it's like, oh. I miss I your miss finger. Flesh. I was oh like, God. oh, it's like y'all talk like this in public because I swear I'd be like, mm. so I'm leaving. Goodbye. It's been fun. I'm going to go home to the man who says he misses my thighs. Yeah. <laughs> like, child, I don't know what it is. Keanu Reeves is 54 years old and really handsome. And it's like, why are you so much better looking now? See, he was, see, I don't know. I think, when when did he get fly? He was handsome. He. I feel like he was, like, really handsome in speed. I feel like from speed. Agreed. Agreed. He was like, oh, oh. Because, you know, because, like, Bill and Ted, nobody's really checking for him in Bill and Ted. Mm-mm. And I wasn't necessarily watching, like, the independent movies and stuff that he might have been in, you know, earlier with, like, River Phoenix and shit. Wasn't really, yeah. you know, wasn't really checking for him. Oh, man, he was in Parenthood. Did you ever see Parenthood? You know, it was like an ensemble no. movie. Uh-uh. He was in that. He was not, you know, it was just, it was basically like Ted and, you know, who had a baby. With a baby. <laughs> basically what, you know, his whole like, whoa, like that uh-huh. whole thing that he does and everything. But I feel like, you know, those earlier movies, he just wasn't attractive. He wasn't not, he wasn't ugly. He just wasn't somebody that you were like really checking for. It was just like, oh, it's fucking Ted. Okay, whatever. And, but then by speed, it's just like, oh. Okay, right. fuck with this speed point break. He was handsome. He became right. he, and he became more handsome. And you know, in the Matrix too. You know what's a funny tidbit about him is that there are people now going, "Wait, Keanu Reeves is Asian? I'm like, where the hell have y'all been? Yeah, he's where, like, have you looked at him? Have you? I mean, and he's actually mentioned it for years. It's yeah, not he's, like he's, he's not said it. He's definitely a passing white. He he definitely he passes, but if you look at him, you're like, mm. he just quit and then turn. It's kind of like Olivia Munn. It's kind of like you look at her, <laughs> and you're like, huh? 
like if he had never mentioned it, I would have continued my life thinking he was just like a completely just straight up white dude. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like The Rock when people are like, when did The Rock become black? I'm like, he's always been black. He's never, ever not said he was. He never, ever not said he was. You're no, right. We are not going to do this. Never, okay. ever said he was. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Let me tell you something. I am not to get these walls. Oh, I'm sorry. When you that, said, let me tell you. <laughs> I, I, first of all, can I finish? Yeah. Okay. Sorry, I'm backing so, back out. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, I wasn't that's there. right. Go go on, sit over there and eat your food. So mm-hmm. here's the deal. When I was watching the um violent ballet that is the WWE back when it was the <laughs> WWF, <laughs> the Rock threw up that um black power fist so quick. He had a little afro. He was very, very black. That's why I was very confused. People were like, when did The Rock become black? I'm like, uh, just because he is passing for something else and he plays the impossible white man who happens to be brown, that does not mean that he is not black and could get that and could get these walls and scruff up my thighs with that salt and pepper beard. You know, like, I, I, I think on it and then I'm just like, would I really want someone that fucking big? I would. I would. I don't know. Like climb him like a tree. It's not even like the height. It's just like the girth of his muscleiness. And yeah. I I'm very like You know what? He doesn't, he doesn't look comfortable to lay on um or hug. Mm. Get my arms mm. all the way. It's the broad shoulders. Mm. I'm like, please give me a hug. I don't know. Like, like, he's like one of those people that, like, he's like a fluffer. Oh. Oh, he can fluff me all day. <laughs> like, I can, like, watching him would definitely get me in the mood, but then, like, I would need someone just a tad bit slimmer. So, you need Trace. So, basically, The Rock will fluff you, and then Trace Songs will fuck you. Is that what you're saying? In a nutshell, I could. Well, well, but one thing about I would think that with dudes who are bigger, like you, sometimes you only have so much um, stretch to your legs as far mm-hmm. as sitting on them that if you don't yes. have enough, you can't get if you're too small to mm-hmm. sit on him, or you can't, you know, if you don't have the flexibility, whatever. A person who's too big, you won't be able to really get any leverage to do anything. Right. So like, I could understand. Your so optimal understand. position is like riding. That can become a problem. Yeah, I could mm-hmm. under I could understand that you would wanting someone who's a little bit slimmer, at yeah. least in the the you know from the waist legs down because mm-hmm. it seems like he's got like big he got some big i mean like even if his waist yeah. is big he got some big ass legs so he, it's he's just got the ams oh he's yeah yeah like so, yeah. and it's beautiful like looking at him it's like my mouth waters but then like i start thinking of the logistics and i was like yeah oh, mm. yeah it could be it could totally be it totally makes sense it's totally yeah. makes sense Oh, absolutely. That, be, that somebody too big for yeah. you yeah. positions could be a problem. Exactly. Yes. Keywords for me. <laughs> <laughs> Keywords for me. But not me. <laughs> so Stephanie's just like, no, I'm I'm with the shits. I am. I'm definitely positively with the shits. <laughs> Kind of like how I feel about Grey Worm. And then, because oh. Asa was like, 
Daphne, stop it. I'm like, what? No, no. You were talking about (laughs) scissoring Masande into oblivion. (laughs) Wait, what? Wait, no. Scissoring? (laughs) What? What? Barbie nether regions. But let me just say, <laughs> if Grey Worm gets his like wooden strap, mm, let's go. I'm all for it. We already know what that mouth do. I was like, when did you take time to practice this? Y'all always at war. I feel like he's just nat- you know, some people are just naturally gifted. Like Jon Snow, because I'm like, ooh, okay. I'm like, sir, where did you learn this from? All like also, they just like have to have like the stomachs of like steel because the, they don't bathe, right? <laughs> the men and the women. I'm like, yeah. y'all, where, so, where's y'all? So I guess all, y'all don't wash y'all legs either. I guess yeah. Yeah. so. All no. types of sexual activity <laughs> just ew. it's just like ill. I swear, if you go to Dorne and y'all have like perfumed nether regions, you'll be like, what is this weird smell? Listen, soap, Dorne, bitch. Soap. Dorne is like the, the four seasons uh, of Westeros. <laughs> the Wherever the wildlings live. Yes. They're, like, they're, um, We're going to Dorne. That motel off of the highway that isn't part of a chain. Yeah, they're they're the fucking do drop in of Westeros. They're like, what is it? Uh, Lakinta. Let's let's give them uh, Lakinta. King King's Landing. Uh, maybe a, a Marriott. Maybe no, Marriott, a Marriott courtyard. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, King's Landing is a Marriott courtyard. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, mm. Mm. I just I just feel like uh, Grey Worm walks into the room uh, with Miss Sandy and just. <laughs> <laughs> All of the humping. Hey. Oh my God. You remember a you time. To, you better play Peaches and Cream. Wait, it, you remember the time on the internet where all these dudes were like dry humping furniture yes to oh my god and they and were all it, like, it was a problem I, too it, it, I, was, I was like nothing about this is sexy and they were i want to know that conversation i'm like how do y'all right, have a conversation right. this is what we gonna do but and also you, I was like, what i guarantee you these are the same ones that will put a no homo or a pause at the end of every sentence mm-hmm. but we'll do this but y'all had this whole conversation about you dry humping an ottoman. It's yeah, like, you know, uh, and it was like, all it was of these, like, all of them, their homeboys are in the living room humping some 
piece of furniture. And it was like, wild. That's I, I, so I, wild. It was a and dark time for the it, empire. It really was. And I'm just like, ooh, ooh, should never gave you niggas internet. Cause I feel like it was around the time that Magic Mike XL came out, but I can't recall <laughs> correctly. And I enjoyed that movie, even though I don't like male strippers. Yeah, it was a good movie. I wouldn't want to. I would never go to a male review because that just feels like it'll get off me. This is very awkward. Um, but that movie was dope. <laughs> they're they're very. I was nice very shocked by Michael Strahan. I'm like, and I can't look was, at you the same. <laughs> it was well choreographed. Yeah, yeah. That's that's what that's what I can say. But if anybody was, just note. If you're planning on inviting me to a male review, don't. Don't. <laughs> yeah. It literally had Donald Glover being Childish Gambino, except yeah. with less clothes on. And I'm like, uh, are you acting? <laughs> and I am one of those people that have always had a kind of a crush on Donald Glover. He I is like so fine. Him. I love. I want to sit around and Now, I would around. prefer he stop dancing. Nope, I love it. You do these offbeat dance. I do not like his dancing. It's too awkward. But everything else, I find him very attractive. (laughs) I'm sorry. We'd be be sitting around the house watching HDTV as I rub his little belly. It'd be the best thing ever. I gotta say, no, it's it's, a fuck Donald Glover. That's the personal reasons I cannot disclose, but fuck Donald Glover. I mean, I know a lot of people are on that fuck Donald Glover wave, and it's just, he's one of my problematic faves. Yep. <sighs> me, like me and like, T.I. Totally, like, you know, like, back in maybe, like, 2009, I could have had a chance if I was an Asian woman. Wait. <laughs> Wait. Yeah. Welp. He, he, I, I don't know if he's, like, really, like, down with us, so... Uh. I don't think he is. Uh, yeah. Sorry, Issa. But um, so he's still like he's still one of like the, the nerd bays. So you know, I get it. I'll say. So I get the problematic like, like, You know, story of my life. No nerdy black men actually like me. So nerdy black men don't like black women. You know. Yeah. yeah. But they'll say y'all don't fuck with us. You don't yeah. fuck with us either, nigga. Exactly. <laughs> It's like, what you doing? But what you really doing? Ugh. That's it. <sighs> Construction over. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Putting my heart hat away. Oh, it does not, though. It does not. Construction so, never really ends. We're just going to build another house. I can't think of anybody to talk about. I'm just... Um. I just enjoy the. I just enjoy these moments of construction. Um, can I just tell you? So there's a tweet going around about um, America's ass, aka Chris Evans, and someone was like, I "Oh, really the- thought it was Donald Trump." But please continue. What the uh, hell? No, no. I mean, he's America's ass in another form. Yeah, but um, the more important one we're talking about is Chris Evans, and uh, so someone was like tweeting, I guess, at his stunt double, say, "Oh." They're giving you all. They're giving him all the credit, and you're in a stat. He's like, well, technically, no, that is him. That is his ass. I'm like, Steve, that just makes me appreciate Chris Evans as Captain America even more because of his ass. Um, he gotta keep his booty. 
He got a cute little butt. I can't help it. And keyword little. That's fine. See, I like man butt. And it <laughs> be a little cakier for me to like really enjoy it. See, I, I'm I'm with the football butts. I'm like, yeah, I'm all about mm. See, if I'm on a meaty ass, I'm I'm heading to either baseball, because for some odd reason, it's like, what the fuck y'all got all these fatties for? Or football. Like, what's his name? He plays for the Seahawks. His name is Justin Britt. He got a fat ass. Like, what kind of white boy got a fat ass like this? What the hell is going on? Squats. Runners I mean, squats. Booty. I was like, that thing is that nice. Woo. I am an advocate for snacking men's asses, so they need to have a little something back there. <laughs> Throws in cards, <laughs> kicks the mic over, hits you. Oh my god, what is wrong with you? I, I just I haven't done squats in a while. That's all. Oh lord. Yeah. Doing a little yeah. out. I get it. It's okay. I got, I got back that goes all the way down. I mean, wait a minute. You got a long yeah. back, like like Kai. Yeah. Uh, Let I me tell you better. something. I was I listening to the read when oh, Kip Fury called her Kai. I said, "Wait, what the hell?" I had told you. I was like, "You remember the snake from the Jungle Book?" Oh, <gasps> <my God. laughs> it's like, oh, it's like, do you call her Kai? I can't. Wow. I cannot. <laughs> Oh, I was about to choke and die. Did you call that girl oh. car? Yeah. <laughs> but he didn't lie. But he didn't lie. Oh, he didn't lie. Also, <laughs> Johnny, I relate to you feeling left out of the conversation because I too have no cheeks. I don't <laughs> have cheeks either. I just appreciate other cheeks. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. I. <laughs> it's one of those things. <laughs> um so hi um Hello. <laughs> few more construction talk minutes go for it i'm just before we get back to adult swim oh okay one more thing okay. so charmaine just asked me who would be my fuck marry and kill out of chris hemsworth chris evans and chris pratt well, you kill Chris Pratt. Exactly. Oh, absolutely. Like, I'm like, that is a no fucking That is the brainer. one thing we all agree. Chris Pratt like, dies. Oh, he dies. Automatic. Absolutely. To dust. Don't bring his ass back. But my, my fuck would be Hemworks, and I would marry Chris Evans. Oh, See, I can't marry a, Pat, a Pats fan. So. Oh, I don't think. Yeah. I, I just want to marry somebody that's going to sit around and cook for me and we sit around and pet dogs all day. Are you kidding me? We could like have dates to go to the shelter. Okay. I feel like I would marry Chris Hemsworth just because he's goofy. Yeah. Mm. I, like I that think he makes just, the better husband. Yeah. I feel like me and him would just like have a, a very just happy, bubbly relationship. True. Okay. Yeah. I wouldn't mind because I, I feel like like Hemsworth is Chris, like a Chris really good like he would be a really good side piece like he knows his place. <laughs> That's all I need. All I need my husband to be a side piece. <laughs> I need you to act like you always my side piece the rest of rest of my life because I will get bored very very quickly. So you better like spice it up, buddy. Man, this is black, so bizarre. Black of Valley energy. I'm just saying. Like I can have like. <laughs> A triad with Chris Evans and Chris Hemsworth. Oh, mm. that, oh, that'd be dope. Choo choo. 
just, it's just weird to hear this conversation. Not because it's weird, but because because it's us. Eh, um, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's because I, I, my my beloved wife and I, uh, we were meeting for lunch a couple weeks back or a couple days back, and I was sitting out in the parking lot of her job, which is like a parking garage, and so I was in the bottom of a parking garage waiting for my wife to come out, and I was like. This is what I'm a, this is what an affair feels like, and now that I know that everybody's looking for a side piece who's their actual husband, I'm like I'm halfway there. Sam, <laughs> keep it spicy. Exactly. So y'all, yeah, I'm, I support this <laughs> of uh, side piece theater, and um, <laughs> I hope that everybody finds exactly what they're looking for in this world because. Love is a thing. It's it's a verb, not a noun. Oh my god. Oh my god. Yeah, I'm done. Please spare me. So <laughs> that was this episode <laughs> section of these walls are um construction <laughs> construction hour. Stephanie. The construction zone. The construction zone, yes. <laughs> um in the next episode we will talk about how to destroy walls. Woo! Um Bring that dick, man. I have uh, thoughts. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if I can share them all on this podcast, but I have thoughts. How to, how to destroy walls using only your mind and your voice. Oh. Mm. Is it fact or fiction? Walls without destroying the foundation. Mm. That was a read. Mm. Mm. Yeah. So... Five or eight states at this point in time have banned abortion. Mm. Eight. Oh my God. Uh, Utah, which of course, because it's fucking Utah. I'm pretty sure Utah did it before everybody else even did it. Like Utah just did it quietly. Like Mitt Romney just woke up one morning and was like, huh, gone. And nobody even complained because it's fucking Utah. Like Utah is weird on so many different levels. And it's Utah. Missouri did it just a couple days ago. Arkansas, um, I didn't know. But Mississippi, Alabama, Georgia, Kentucky, and the, and the last one is... Kentucky Ohio. is temporarily blocked. Ohio. They passed it. Yeah, so... While none of these are like surprising, um, it's still like the number keeps. It it feels like this all happened within the span of two weeks, and it Mm -hmm. was a a a concerted, planned effort. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Mm -hmm. and we are getting closer and closer to um some really shitty end game where nobody other than straight white men have rights. Mm-hmm. Pretty much, yeah. And, and the fucked up thing is, is that there's also uh, white women, you know, putting mm-hmm. their little, putting their little, you know, sprinkling their little selves all over it too, which is fucked up, but they don't even realize that they're, you know, setting themselves up for the downfall. Right. Because mm-hmm. once they come for everybody else, they're coming for you next. 
You would think they would think they with all of these, they are coming for you. But you know, they no, don't because they, they always see themselves as the exception to the rule. And if they're not the exception to the rule, they somehow think they'll still be protected. Like these white men don't like you either. They nope. see you as incubators and maids. They that they would wouldn't mind having in their homes. That's it. Yeah. Just it's just <clears throat> it's it's just tiresome. And I thought I thought what was interesting is how quickly all it was like watching dominoes fall. Like right. wait a minute. I was like what just, what is going on here? And the fact that they're like, there are going to be more states in the coming month introducing these things, mm-hmm. that's the scary part. Mm. And then everyone's like, oh, no, it's going to get to the Supreme Court. We really kind of don't want it to get there. No, At because all. there's a reason why At they're all. putting all these people here in the first place. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, we don't want it to go because then it's going to go a place you guys aren't prepared to listen to. But it gets to the Supreme Court, and there goes Roe v. Wade. So pretty much, mm. it's like you don't want it to get that far at all, at all. Like, no, 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 no. Oh, I, no! I wasn't saying no, no to you. I was just oh, saying, no, 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 no. I'm saying go ahead, like you were starting a, a thought. It, it's it's kind of like you're watching the fact that the um the governor of Alabama is a woman. And a woman who there was a woman who wrote that bill. I think that's the Mm -hmm. other part. It's kind of like there are women writing this, and we're like a lot of us are so focused on like um, these rich white men and old rich white men. And while yes, they are like the the head of the monster. Mm -hmm. This monster has multiple heads and multiple limbs and breathes fire. Right. So. The thing that we are fighting against is really like patriarchy and white supremacist patriarchy at that. Mm -hmm. And white supremacist patriarchy has no face. Mm -mm. So many people um, have been socialized to have adopted this way of thinking that you'll see black men espousing this rhetoric you'll see white Mm -hmm. women espousing this rhetoric you'll see people of color espousing this rhetoric Mm -hmm. without a a a sliver of irony Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah and the sad part about it it's always been that way and it's white supremacy flowing through um oppressed groups has only been furthered because they'll find that one person in that group that will agree mm. to what they say and then they're able to spread the toxin. Yeah. They're able to spread the poison. And then it's like, they can just sit back. It's like a freaking racist pyramid scheme. <laughs> oh my God, that's an amazing... <laughs> that's an amazing analogy. I have my moments. it's like it's it's just crazy to me to watch so many people and it kills me to say this to watch two broken clocks 
be broken clocks. So being right two times a day. And that's Tommy Lauren. And that's oh. the guy from the 700 Club saying, this is a bit much. I'm like, this is seriously, wait a minute. Yeah. Uh, who, who are you? But, but, hold on. Blink twice. Who are you? What year is this? Tell me who the president is. What day of the week is this? Because I'm like, Pat Robinson saying like, oh, this is a bit much is like, wait. And then when people are like, see what Tommy Lauren said? I'm like, I guess you missed her on The View because I knew exactly what she thought. She said this years ago. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I knew what she was going to say, but I think people are like, oh my God, I'm so shocked to do because see, they're not all bad. The bar is the floor with y'all. That's the bull. Uh, and see, that's the bullshit. I don't like the people who are looking for the sliver of hope in these abhorrent people. They're just exactly. looking for this tiny like, bit. Of, oh, they're not. No, fuck so those. You people. don't have fuck to throw them away. Like, no, throw them away. It, it's it's not a sliver. It's not of hard. Hope means nothing in the grand scheme of things. Exactly. You have one redeemable. You have a a minuscule redeem percentage of a redeemable quality and now people are like trying to like embrace you with open arms and I'm just like no absolutely not it's like she is racist any all the time today but now you're like oh look she's a lot of stuff no this issue if it ever blow if this issue blows over it's back to her seeing everyone on fire Mm -hmm. And drinking a Poland spring and continuing to walk past them. Pretty much. Pretty much. She flings her scarf over her neck and walks out the door. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Check now. It's like stop it was like stop giving them any kind of like, oh, oh well, you said this one right thing. I'm like, just like a broken clock. Treat them like the broken clocks they are. And so all the people who have been like literally forced it's so bad to watch everything. Damn near everything that Hillary Clinton said was going to happen. Like you, you elect this man and this is what's going to happen. You had all these women saying they're going to come for Roe v. Wade and y'all didn't listen. It's like, oh, the thing is, I, they listened. They just didn't care. No, I'm saying they heard people. They heard words. What I'm saying is like actually listening. Not they heard the words. They just didn't listen. I, I really just don't think they cared. That's true. The 53% didn't care. They're like, oh no, he'll be fine. And it's like, and then you put all these people in. I'm like, um, nah, it's not just nah, that. Nah, like, nah, they, nah, I, I feel like they operate like um, adolescents do. Adolescents operate in this zone where this can happen to other people, but not me. Sure. I'm safe. I'm on that's base. That's why teenagers are so much more reckless um, when it comes to driving, to sex, to out drugs and alcohol they're just because they don't think long term reckless reckless because it's not even that they're not thinking long term it's because they're thinking they're very ego heavy in their and, thought and, processes where they are somehow protected at this greater level than everybody else is and that's how the people that like the 53 percent the people that voted for Trump, the people that didn't vote, the people that voted third party, a lot of them are in this, this can't happen to me type of um, mindset mm-hmm. because they don't lump themselves in with everybody else. It's, it's y'all. It's not me. Yeah. And it's like we, we know the 53%. 
we it's always we're gonna always malign the fifty three percent of these folks who uh the women who voted for Trump. But don't get it twisted. There was more than motherfuckers who was probably thinking really hard about voting for Trump and just didn't have the balls to step across that street. Mm-hmm. There were a lot of people who were like, you know what? I could probably vote for Trump because it's not going to make a difference. And they voted for him. And then there were other people who were like, you know what? He was really good on the Celebrity Apprentice. And um, I think that he'd shake things up. But I have a black boss. Something like that. And so I always, when I think about that 53%, when you add in the white men, it goes up to like 65 I don't know. It's just I, I, I always I'm like it's it's bigger than we thought. Like 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 oh yeah. Why well, hmm? I was gonna say, well that I mean like obviously it's the, the the people who voted for Republicans or you know who voted for Republicans are a huge problem. I also think the problem are the Democrats. It's like yeah. they are really just letting shit ride and have mm-hmm. let shit ride. And I'm like part of me is like kind of imagining if they had like if they would get me not like like okay they're behind joe biden joe biden fucking sucks mm-hmm. fucking sucks and they are be and they are behind i feel like he is their he is their guy much the way i guess you know maybe hillary clinton was their was their was their girl was their woman you know yeah in the last election cycle and it's basically like it's joe biden's uh election to lose and it's just like this isn't you you can't get people excited about the political process if you've already crowned somebody mm-hmm. when it's, you already said that this is your person this person isn't even really good at it isn't putting out anything it's like why are you not backing uh elizabeth warren what the sub with the policies that she's talking about that are real actual policies? Like, why? Why are you not backing Elizabeth Warren? And I think part of them is not not backing Elizabeth Warren is because they probably don't want the shit that Elizabeth Warren wants either. They don't they don't want that shit either. Like the Republicans don't want it, but the motherfucking establishment Democrats don't want that shit because there's there's, the other more centrist than they want people to realize, right? Right. It's just like, look at us, we're not racist, but we don't, but, know. No, but we don't think y'all should have free college. Oh, right. well, we're not racist. That, we kind of feel some kind of way about get, y'all getting... Um, that reparations healthcare. thing. Ah, that oh, whole um, uh, universal health care. Ah, yeah. Sounds kind yeah. of... Yeah. Us fighting right. you for like how you treat black women's maternal health. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah we're not really with that. Like, student loan forgiveness. And that's and that's the problem. And that's and and it and it really has to be that way. Because if it wasn't that way, they wouldn't be, you know, trying to suck the working, you know, the the working class person who is a coded white. Mm -hmm. Who be trying to suck their dick, trying to get them to come over and look at us, Mm -hmm. look at us, we're pretty too. Come join us, we're cute. However, you know, you don't like that guy over there. The same ideals with just with just less racism. Yeah, like not. Yeah. It's like we we exist in the most pragmatic voting block. Most pragmatic. It's not that we're like, oh, we it's not that we champion the Democrats. We don't. We champion our survival. 
Right. It's like, uh, yeah. And like, the first rule of survival is save yourself first. Right. The thing that I hate the most is like people are talking about oh, the democratic plantation or y'all just will. We're not talking about that girl with the split ends. Terrible mm-hmm. hair. And Terrible. I'm not even talking about like the Candace Owens type. I'm talking about people that are that consider themselves progressive, but will talk down on Democratic voters who are voting Democrat because yes, it is the lesser of two evils. And you know what? That lesser of two evils will keep me alive. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry to say it. We're not going to have a perfect candidate. Absolutely. It's not. Ever. It's, it's, not. it's politics. It's never. You know what's really funny? That I get wouldn't be a politician. Right. Not even Obama. Obama was lightning in a bottle, but he was not perfect. So for not everybody who champions perfect. Obama and his the stuff that he did in his eight years, it's not worth saying it because he was perfect because we know he wasn't. Mm-hmm. But he did a lot of shit that a lot of people don't realize he did until Trump starts undoing everything. You're like, well, goddamn, where did, why is he undoing that? Because Obama did it. Mm-hmm. he's taking a lot of stuff away that a lot of people didn't know he was doing behind the scenes all these body cams on cops that wasn't just because they wanted to do it because they were nice it's because he made them do it right like they act like people who are who you know like Obama or vote democratically put the put these people on a pedestal of some sort and deify them or idolize right. them and right. it's it's not that at all at all it's no. it's a survival tactic like we're trying to stay the fuck alive we're trying to keep the government out of our uteruses we're trying to make sure that kids have lunch at public actual school. lunch and not actual like lunch at public sunflower school. butter we're and jelly sandwiches what the fuck is wrong with y'all fucking benefits and aren't out on the street we're trying to reduce homelessness we're trying to like there's so many things that go into the thought processes of why we vote the way we do. And mm-hmm. it's not because we think that the, a democratic candidate is the next coming of Jesus. Mm-hmm. It's because they're the best option for our survival and sustaining some sort of healthy life. Pretty much. If the plane is going down, and I'm, I'm you put sorry. the mask on you first. Right. It's like, and. I get it, ideals and like utopias or or whatever, but Mm -hmm. we're living in the here and now and Mm -hmm. we have to do what needs to be done in the here and now because you're not, what happened to that, that, um, that progressive movement that was supposed to like tear the government inside out when Trump Mm -hmm. was elected? Mm -hmm. Nothing. Crickets. Crickets. They they lost steam real quick. We don't have anybody that's going to nobody's gonna rise up against the government like in mass yeah we, we've got a, like a couple like outliers but in mass there's not gonna be a coup mm-hmm. in the united states we're not having a boston tea party folks and as much it's as not like, gonna happen as much as like we, we talk about you can't dis- dismantle the master's house with the master's tools i get that but at this point the master has a fortress mm-hmm and we're not getting anywhere unless somebody is in there. See, and see, the, see, and that makes sense to me. That totally makes sense to me. But at the same time, with the way that it feels like just the like the Democratic people that are in Congress now mm-hmm. are kind of just like, oh, well, it's not worth it. 
We don't want to do this. Like they don't even want to make, they don't even want to energize the base by doing something to make it seem like they care. Mm -hmm. It doesn't even feel like it, it, like I think the argument that you're voting for your survival makes sense. But at Mm -hmm. the same time, here's these people who are, should be doing something to show that they care about your survival too. And they care. I think I I think it's mostly because of the fog that's being lifted. Is that we're finally seeing that Democrats are not left, and Republicans are not right. They're more center. Are showing that they care. Wait, 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 Ace. Ace, hold on. I missed half of what you said because you and Stephanie were talking at the same time. What did you say? Sorry. I think like the newer blood that is coming into the Democratic Party are with um the ideals that will help us as a whole mm-hmm. however it's an uphill battle because we have a whole bunch of these old farts in there that don't have any fight in them right and and i guess for me it's like if 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 to me it seems like here's all these people who are like supposed to be up for re-election you know i think it's i think it's like uh what is it the dude who got the turtleneck I can't think of his oh, name. God. McConnell. Mitch, I think Mitch McConnell. I think it's like I think it's like some real heavy hitter Republicans are up for re-election. And it's like, why isn't the Democratic Party pushing someone to go against these guys? Because it doesn't feel like that's what's happening. It's like, yes, 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 presidential election, presidential election, president election, president election. Like that totally makes sense. But it feels like the the bread and butter. The stuff that gets stuff done or doesn't get stuff done is in Congress. And it feels like that's just like, no, nah, we ain't fucking with that shit. Like y'all, mm. either, either you got it or you don't. Either you got somebody to run against this motherfucker or you don't, but we ain't not, fuck it, whatever. And, and I'm that's of it. a mind that in this, at this point in time, uh, especially was that Alabama where they had 25 white men who voted uh, this, it was just 25 white men who voted the abortion bill into effect. The black folks like nay, one person abstained. Um, but if that's not a sign above all else that it's time for folks to really start getting these old white men out the paint, I don't know what is. Like you, mm-hmm. we live in such a progressive world now. Uh, there's been so many palpable changes to how people see other people, how people see the world, acceptance of uh, everything from LGBTQIA folks to eating ass. There's just been so many things that have just become available in this world, and yet you still have the same 65 to 79-year-old white men being the gatekeepers or the key masters of the policy holders. So we need to get them out the way. And that's why, yeah, some of these young folks, I'm looking at them like, but at the same time, like it's better than that 92 year old white man that's going to be there till he dies because nobody else in his little district thinks that they should get up and run for election. Mm -hmm. Yeah, man. It's hard though. Like they're, they're too far left, but I'm just, I'm just like, but have you seen how far right the other mm-hmm. side is? Like, right. maybe somebody with, who's a little too far left will get us a little closer to the center. 
Mm-hmm. Right. Like, can we try? My, my thing is, can we, we try, try it first? Yes. That's what it feels like. It's always this talk of, no, we can't do this. No, this can't happen. And it's just like, can we at least try first? Yeah. Can you at least put some effort into it? Because this whole like, oh, we can't do it. Hands off. That's where everybody else, everybody else is going to be like, well, fuck it. If y'all saying fuck it, I'm saying fuck it too. What's the point? Mm-hmm. Why do I need to go vote? Why do I need to even participate in this when you guys see what we're struggling with, but won't put somebody in here to speak to that struggle. I'll tell you right now, every time I see, there was a young fella out here who ran for office, not in this last election cycle, but the one before it. And he like, he was like 24 years old, 23. And his name was, I think, Jamar. And it was J-M-A-R. And I remember all the white folks in my job were like, his name's Jamar. His name is Jamar and he's a black kid who thinks he's just going to step in and just become, I think he was running for like city council. Mm-hmm. I voted for that motherfucker as much as I could. If I could have made a fake name and voted for him six times, I would have. If it was all based on emails, you would have seen me blow the fuck up with just emails all over the place <laughs> because this kid went in there. The, the, the boundaries they make, for you to be able to run for office are so profoundly unfair to young people. Yeah. That's, I mean, and that's the problem. It's the money, man. The money. Like somebody who like, we can't, like we are like collectively, we're all struggling with one thing or another. We're, we're struggling with medical debt. We're struggling with student loans. We're struggling with like taking care of older parents or whatever, just all these different things, all these young, these things that like people who are probably under 40 having to deal with. And, it's like, how are you going to come up with $5,000 to run for Senate? Mm-hmm. Hey, mama, Just I'm going to run file. for government real Just quick. Yeah. And they know that none of us are going to be able to run for it because from what I've seen from watching The West Wing and Scandal and all these other shows, it takes multiple, multiple millions of dollars just to run for local office. Mm-hmm. I think that's why they have such an aversion to Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Because she'll just say it. They don't like her youth. They don't like her. Because of her youth, they don't like her ideas. But she is more left than a lot of them are. Because a lot of them are center at this point. She Mm -hmm. snuck in with no money. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, she really didn't. I mean, she had a little little bit of nest egg from her parents, but not the millions that they get. And by be, the PAC funds. But so exactly, because there's no PAC funds, she's not beholden to anybody. And yeah. so ugh. And that's right. the other problem with and that's the other thing with the Democrats too, is that they're probably just as beholden to their donors, mm-hmm. maybe the same donors that the mm-hmm. Republicans are, and they won't yeah. cook, they won't kick that shit to the curb and make people feel like there's a difference. Cause that's where I feel like, you know, like, yes, you know, like, yes, the Democrats are less racist and they talking about all this different kind of stuff. But if they're beholden to the same people, mm-hmm. that's not, mm-hmm. di- that's not different. That's not different. If they're beholden to Chase, if they're beholden to Goldman Sachs, whoever that is, Coke, whoever, just whatever large giant corporation that is going to tell them, yo, don't, don't, don't do that bill. That'll fuck mm-hmm. up our paper. Don't you do yep. that. And they don't do that shit. They're a problem. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I'd be open to, like, big eggnog. I think that that's the one <laughs> thing that can get my ear if I was running for office. And I think about it sometimes, like, yo. I'm disgusted. Big eggnog. <laughs> I'm going to walk right past that, ma'am. Um, I am disgusted. It, it is. 
it is there's there's not that many things that really stop young people and when i say young people i literally mean like nigga you 18 you're an adult run run if you have an idea run you may not think that you your ideas count but they count run make a difference if for no other reason than the fact that once people see you running and they know that they can do it they'll do it too it takes somebody to crack open that door for everybody else to flood in i'll vote for you i don't give a fuck what the fuck if you lose if you win at least i know that i tried at least you know that you tried instead of all of us sitting at home and just complaining about the way things are Exactly. I think all of us here are old enough to remember when MTV used to have like the rock to vote and so many voter died. Like this is before voter died. This is back when Clinton was running. Remember they had like those whistle stop tours and they were at colleges because they were trying to get the youth vote. vote. And now you see this whole swing of, yeah, we don't want y'all here because y'all gonna want this new finagle things like climate change and a racist student loan debt and And y'all want actual fucking health care the natural apathy that develops with um a younger voting base that doesn't see progression or their voices heard Mm -hmm. so i get it when people are like when people say that their their vote doesn't matter i understand that sentiment it's not necessarily true, but I understand the sentiment because the U.S. government is is banking on apathy, mm-hmm. particularly true. the Republican Party. Oh yeah, I mean they, they look at it, you know, on having worn down anyone who had some fight in them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because anytime if you look at voting numbers, it's always been half it has never been a hundred percent it hasn't even been like 60 or 70 percent of eligible voters it's always been about 50 51 52 at the most so this is not new but i think now people are finally seeing like no 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 your vote actually does matter at the state level because with the federal level if you live in a really blue state or a really red state you're kind of like well federally this isn't going to matter because it's just going to be the majority of my state however at the state level every vote counts extremely important yes it's kind of like um this is how you get those people who are writing these bills and voting on these bills and and voting against your best interest they serve you and they're voting against your best interest that's how they get in when y'all just go, oh, it don't matter if I vote. It actually does matter. And it matters more at the local level, which is what absolutely are just like, eh. And yeah. they're like, oh, okay, which, this doesn't really matter because this is a state law. I'm like, that could go to the federal level that you don't but, want it to go to. But even state law, it directly, it's going to impact you first. It's going exactly. to impact you. It's like, but, y'all didn't take or, American government class? What happened? It's going to directly impact you or someone you know. Exactly. I ask people out here all the time, like y'all hear them saying in the in the news with pride that California leads the way, right? Like mm-hmm. California leads the way in this discovery. California leads the way in this law. Where the fuck you think those laws are coming from? They're state laws. Where do you think they we state law we we cause those things to happen and then it goes. Let, let me let me holler at y'all young folks for a second. So check it out. Here's what happens, right? You vote for a state law in California, there's a good chance that shit's going to go viral. 
Does that make sense to you? You're starting to get mm-hmm. it now, what I'm saying here. So our votes count on a larger level the same way that the same way that not all of your tweets are going to be heard by everybody. Mm-hmm. But there's that one tweet that like 5,000 people are going to like and retweet and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And you're going to be like, how that happened? Yep. Right. You don't know which one it's going to be. It's random as hell. But you have to actually be in there to get it started for this thing to happen in the first place. Right. That makes me think about Prop 8 in California, how it passed. And then everybody was like, how the hell did this pass? I'm like, apathy. Voting apathy. Mm -hmm. They launched a whole campaign to get it passed. And then everybody after the fact was like, oh, no, we got to fix this. And then there were other states like, wait, do we have this kind of law on the books? Mm, 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 It was like a domino effect. And I watched it. They're like, but California, is, it's a blue state. Yeah, that kind of proposition passed in California, the bluest of states. The thing about it is... And it was just like, and they had a great campaign of, this is why you should do it. The thing about it, the, the thing that keeps hitting me about Republicans and Democrats is the fact that while Democrats skew younger, uh more kids are leaning towards Democrat and all that good stuff and whatever, whatever. Republicans are these old money white people who are like, we got to hold on to what we got. So while they're voting for what they got and protecting what they already have, their kids are seeing them get out there and vote, get out there and work, get out there and take these steps towards making sure that they're able to protect their empire. And so their kids are growing up like, yo, as soon as I turn 18, I'm out there, I'm doing these things, I'm doing this work. I don't think I've ever really seen a young Democrat society at any of these Ivy League schools. I hear about the Young Republican Party. Everywhere. Everywhere. All these places. You never really hear about a Young Democrat Mm. group. And that really just hit me. Like, I literally just thought about that. And so it's like, I'm I'm, I'm not saying that all old folks are bad. But I've said it before. If you were born, if you're over the age of 80 and you're white, you're a racist. If for no other reason than when you grew up in your formative years, racism was allowed and accepted. You've been around racism and did either you did nothing to fight against it or you were a part of it. You got that in you somewhere. So when you look at young people, you still grab your purse a little bit. Mm-hmm. Or you still talk about... Um, you may not talk about black folks, but you talk about how people's hair is too long. You talk about LGBTQIA folks and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. You, you talk snidely about some party, some member of some place. And that's why I can't trust you to run my country. Mm-hmm. Because you're not looking out for the well-being of the folks that you don't care about their well-being. That's it. That's That's really it. So y'all can keep pointing out all these wonderful white people to me like elizabeth warren yeah cool that's what's up okay bernie sanders huh yeah i see that Uh uh-huh joe biden yeah uh uh-huh but i know that deep down each and every one of them are doing whatever it takes to help out white people and to help Mm -hmm. out old money and to help out old white people's old money and we don't have any of that so once again 
It's time to clean house. It's time to clean the White House. It's time to clean the House. It's time to clean Senate. Mm-hmm. And 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 really get some new blood in there. Like, don't vote for some. Don't don't. Here's what I don't want to see happen, please. And I'm 39. Like, I should be like like when you vote somebody in, please don't let it be somebody who's like 64. First time in office, mm-hmm. 64 year old so and so. It shouldn't. Nah. <laughs> nah. Nah. Vote somebody in there who's like 26, 28, 29. Somebody sage the house, sage the Senate. Somebody who's willing to stand up and say, you know what, this is some bullshit. Mm-hmm. Y'all don't see that? The, the emperor's naked, y'all. Y'all don't see that? Cool. Yeah. You know what we're going to do? We're going to shut this down until y'all see that. And we actually got enough young people in here now. We got enough black people in here now. We got enough women in here now that we can actually pull this off and make y'all see it because the days of just having old white men in office and in all honesty, old black men who are trying to ingratiate themselves to the old white men, Herman Cain, Mm. Ben Carson. Mm. Uh. You know, one other thing about, you know, younger people that is an asset is that at a younger younger ages people are more open and receptive to new information and then mm-hmm. changing their opinions on things old people don't do that yeah mm-hmm. yeah like we we've seen we we can see um like aoc if she is confronted with something that she said that was wrong or is given new facts her her whole plat like not platform but her opinions on things will change and she it she reflects what she learns mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it's like it's not a blow to her ego it's not a challenge to her quote unquote authority it's her being a human mm-hmm. yeah and it's not going to make her look like she's less she's not going to think any less of herself for apologizing it's a growth thing right that look all folks are still steeped in the toxicity that we're fighting against, that we're trying to get rid of. They're they're literally like they their tea bag has been soaked in this. That's what they're built from. That's what they're in. They're the 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 strongest. What what's it called? Like the strongest generation, whatever it is. And it's oh, the greatest generation. The greatest generation. They're not. Yeah going to seed anything if you really think about it to be completely honest with you your grandma and pop pop are the two most stubborn motherfuckers in your family mm. listen, listen. They, ain't they ain't giving in they ain't gonna do nothing you want to do <laughs> they've been fighting against internet for the last 20 years what makes you think they're gonna vote for black people what makes you think they're gonna stand for somebody in the midst of chaos what makes you think they're gonna bend on a on a on an act that they don't think is right and they've been looking at kids allegedly because kids are anybody under the age of 35 they've been looking at kids just having rampant sex all over the place and they're like we need to put a stop to this even though sex has actually dropped the amount of kids having sex the amount of teens having sex the amount of adults having sex has dropped in the past years we got to do something. You know what? A woman should know her place. What's the easiest way to get a woman back in the kitchen? If she has a baby on her hip. And so all these men 
old men came together because they didn't need to talk to nobody else. And they voted for the easiest way that they think is going to get women back in their place. Mm-hmm. And that's all this really is. It's just what power play can we do to show <sighs> most men are in cell, just not activated. Mm. They just haven't had a reason. They're literally one step away from being a fucking asshole. That's that's really it. Mm-hmm. And these men in power have been through enough stuff in their minds that they're like, let's shut this down. Do you see those two dudes fist bumping? Yeah. They are, they they take joy in hurting people. Mm-hmm. They find they're joy. Straight in- bullies. Yeah. And they're in control of our futures. And nobody thinks that's wild, but us. We're still, there's still yeah. people who are like, hey, the next person we vote in there should be Absolutely. Joe Biden, who's like 71. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. And who doesn't like millennials. Right. 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 That's what's, but see, but that's, and that's the problem. But that also goes back to like the collective Democratic Party. It's like, why is this your man? Why is he even feeling encouraged? to yeah. run if this is his angle that he's just gonna basically marginalize old man yeah he's gonna marginalize a, a swath of your possible voting block instead of energizing them like why would you want this and it's just like it almost right. feels it feels like there's this sinister agenda because it's like okay if we can get joe biden in there then he'll do our you know he'll do what we want him to do he's not going to do this thing to help these young people out or oh, fuck that you know student loans free college wah they hippie don't think shit of anyone but themselves right like forget thinking about the future they're thinking about what they can do for themselves right now doesn't matter about the the generations that come behind them fuck that who and cares i just, just got to say this real quick i mean I liked President Obama. I loved, I love Michelle Obama. Uh, both of them can come by and kick it at any time. The stuff that they did was monumental. They made mistakes just like everybody else. But damn, if y'all don't tell Joe Biden to sit his happy ass down somewhere, like just pull his coat and be like, Joe, you fucking up every which way but this way. And just tell him you don't need to do this what you need to do is he was your vice president for eight years at that point in time he should have saw the connection that y'all had with young folks because they had the young folks ear like nobody else ever has like that i've ever seen except for maybe george washington i don't know how old uh americans were when they voted for george washington but i figured that uh there were like 22 year old slave owners voting for george washington because there was no other choice Mm-hmm. but Joe Biden saw all these black folks just following all these young folks, all these millennials just flocking to the Obamas and he learned nothing. Cause he immediately stepped out the gate and was like, let me put my foot all the way in my mouth. Mm-hmm. First thing he said was um, the, the I, I'm going to get a black woman as my vice president. Who he didn't even ask. Exactly. Just, I want that one. Mm-hmm. She gonna be mine. She gonna run with me. Right. And she was like, bitch, you thought. <laughs> <laughs> what we're not doing today. <laughs> what you won't do. <laughs> it's like, uh-uh. 
It's like, no, no, baby. I shoot for gold, not silver. It's it's just it's it's sad. And that's an understatement. It's infuriatingly sad how this world just the 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 country just keeps moving in the same circles. Mm-hmm. And I think that in that regard, having President Obama in office set us back more than it pushed us forward because white folks were like, we're never going to let that shit happen again. Mm-hmm. And so they're like, we're picking old white men. We're going right back to the same thing that worked for us for so long. No young folks, no white folks or no young folks, no people of color. They were shocked when ALC got in there. Uh, when Stacey Abrams got close, they were like, Ooh, Mm. <clears throat> so hero post uh district attorneys from across metro atlanta said they won't prosecute folks who uh get abortions beautiful uh they said that um it, it's been a swift decision the fulton county district attorney's office said it has no plans to prosecute women under the new law uh that extends to doctors nurses and other health care providers as well uh, and they intend to follow the Roe v. Wade decision. Can I stop for just one second and say a happy, hearty <clears throat> fuck you to all the white folks who are now inventing the un- the, the the underground um, Rail- railroad underground rail for abortions? Yeah. yeah, but can y'all be original for once in your lives? Why they ain't been original ever? No. <laughs> like, oh yeah, no. We say Black Lives Matter. You say All Lives Matter. Yeah. We have we have a, an underground railroad. You have to have the underground railroad for abortions. Like you say, nigger. We say ninja and nigger. Like, <laughs> like you couldn't call it a fucking caravan for abortions. A a like hands across America for abortions or something. <laughs> <laughs> Anything but the underground railroad. <laughs> they don't get it. They don't care. It doesn't okay. even register to them. They're just like, we've heard this somewhere before. It's like, ugh. I just want, can you just have, like, I don't even need you to have, like, a black friend. I need you to have a black consultant that you pay <laughs> to type this shit out online. You know what? Nigga Not You presents our next. <laughs> Our next venture. Next venture. <laughs> Black consultant. I'm not your friend. I'm going to tell you what's real. And you're going to pay me $30 an hour to do it. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey, Rashani. Should I touch your hair? Fuck no. The fuck is wrong with you? The fuck? Are- I will be your white weed carrier. I will I will help you out. I will tell you how to season two. <laughs> I got you. I won't try your food. I won't take no shit. I'll tell you to get them cats off that fucking counter before you cook. I will make your life better for the <laughs> low, low cost of $75 an hour. There you go. There you go. That's right. Get, get what you're worth. Cause I if, thought, you wanna, I thought, if you want me to be your black friend, pay me. I thought 30 was too low. Too low. Mm-hmm. Hey, 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 Rashani. All lives matter, right? Look at me, Charles. <laughs> Look at me. Get the fuck out of here with that bullshit. Now go in there and say what I taught you. <sighs> Black lives matter, y'all. Black lives. $75 <laughs> an hour. 
Nigga Not You presents Not Your Black Friend. (laughs) (laughs) Stephanie? Yo. It is exceedingly late where you're at. And Barry and I have to go to work tomorrow morning. Go ahead and do your shout outs. Yeah. Mm. So, shout out to my ratchet aunties and uncles. One of them is here. Hey, Asa. Um, shout out to these. Uh, <laughs> shout out to my blurdy, blurdy loves Brandon, Devin, Charmaine. Even though we are like literally on opposite sides of the aisle, aisle this week because of Game of Thrones. Um, because Wu Chile, the fandom is sucking the whole fun yeah, out of it. About that shit. Nope. It's, it's so gross. So, uh, shout out to my blurdy blurds. Uh, shout out to Rakea, um, shout out to Saida and Rita, who will be on the show this week. Shout out to like new ladies joining the show. I'm very excited. Um, shout out to both of you, Shantae and Rashani, for having me. Um, shout out to the Flawless Noises media folks, because yeah, that's my kind of cap carrying on. And Jeremy, I want to see them knees. <laughs> i playing. <laughs> Stop playing Vice President Big Knees. Just show the knees. Yeah. <laughs> Getting swole. I know. I know. Putting up these thirst trapping for the gram and then going, Sea Star, please. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to my dollop of D and So So from Bad and Boozy. And I think. Oh, and shout out to Diamond, everybody. Oh, and TUQ and J for Pot and Live. Woo! Yeah, a serious FOMO. I'm definitely going next year. You better. So, uh, yeah, I know. And I'm like, I got to make it happen. So, shout out to Black Podcast. Shout out to Afros and Audio. I can't wait for June. Okay, I'm done. Okay. Uh, hey. So before we get to you, uh, Monique said that Black women must allow their Black kings to have side chicks. Please go ahead and do your shout outs. <laughs> she cool. That was rude. Broken clock. <laughs> <laughs> Um, shout out to myself Woo! Um, for working and shit. <laughs> Come on, working. Shout out to the Ratchet Aunties and Uncles Steph, Jay, Ricky. <laughs> shout out to my bed, which I'll be hitting as soon as I hang up. And shout out to my friends in my peer circles and whatnot. They might be listening at this moment. You know who you are. And yeah, don't tell nobody nothing. (laughs) Appreciation. (laughs) (laughs) Shantae, go for it. Man. Shout out, shout out to the people that are pro-abortion. Yes. Might feel weird. It may be something the first time you're saying it because it feels like it's the first time I'm saying it, but shout out to you because that's who we need to be. We need to be pro-abortion, not, I think, you know, nobody's pro-abortion. We are pro-abortion because it's a medical procedure. It's a medical procedure that is legal for people to get that should stay legal. Stop trying to, don't, don't falter with these motherfuckers trying to uh, control people's bodies. Correct. Bunch of foolishness. And I'm Rashani. 
Um, shout out to everybody who is actively, openly looking to be good people. Like, ugh. you can't be a good person and let this shit ride. You really can't. Like, I don't know how you look at yourself as a good person if you're really trying to explain away uh, anti-abortion and anti-LGBTQIA rights and Blue Lives Matter. Those three things. Like, you could be a racist. Go ahead. At this point in time, I'm not even mad at you. I'll, you'll see my hands, but I understand if you say I'm a racist and I'm pro-abortion. I will actually give you that before I give you this fist. I will. I, I will. It's <laughs> weird at this point in time. I'm willing to make I'm willing to have lines as far as what makes me mad. If you're a racist, but you are pro-abortion, and I'm, I, I might be able to kick it with you for a few minutes before I kick your ass. I might. It, it might be something that I'm okay with for a few seconds. Like, you might get a... I'm, you know what? If you're a racist, but you love somebody who's LGBTQIA, and you understand, and you're accepting, and you're pro-abortion, I will literally give you a 10-second head start before I throw a rocket back of your head that's what i'm willing to do for you that's in, in the name of a fellowship before i beat the shit out of you i will give you enough time to get away because we need less people like you but we need more people with that other thought so hopefully when that rock hits the back of your cortex it causes you to lose half of that so you lose the hatred and you just become a good person that's what i'm hoping for one rock at a time that was horrible. I'm Rashani. She's Shante. Those are the two ratchet aunties over there, Stephanie. <laughs> your uh, faves. Don't, don't say it like that. What? We're your faves. You love these aunties. Always and forever. Always and forever. <laughs> ever and ever. Like, it'll never change. I'm just grateful. Um, y'all, thank you so much for checking us out. This single simulcast. Remember, check for your friends. Uh, somebody needs you right now and they're just scared to step out, especially at this point in time, somebody's scared to step out. So really just be open and understanding and um, don't be a dick about it. Single simulcast. Uh, y'all be good. We're out. Pro-abortion. Woo! Woo! Exactly. This is single simulcast. Don't know about now that you're